Oh, man. So I'm here with another newscast. I gotta... I, <laughs> I just don't feel... I don't feel... I don't feel right without saying this. So I'm gonna say it. And then, uh, you know, I, I'll try not to take too long on it. But um, my stomach hurts really bad right now. Um, mentally, I'm not doing very well. I think a lot of people aren't, to be honest with you. Um, but... Uh, and I'm. I just want to. I just want to preface that I'm sorry that I didn't say anything about this whole problem that we've had for years now, until now. But uh, I, I have to. I have to. I have to say it. Um, George Floyd was murdered on Monday by police, and it has literally broke the straw on the camel's back. Uh, it, I mean, it should have, when this has happened before, you know, it definitely did back then too, but nationally, uh, this is a, a, a lot of what people can only think about right now. And I have not thought about anything else literally in the past three days, um, three, four days. Um, things have escalated very, 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 very wild right now. And honestly, like it, 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 it should, um, I stand with George Floyd and his family. I stand with, with everyone out there right now. Philando Castile, Sandra Bland, Freddie Gray, Tamir Rice, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery unjustly murdered because of who they are, because of something they were born with. And for me as like a queer person, a queer trans person, like I do not, I face my own struggles. Um, I've only been out to you guys for a couple of years now. Uh, I'm not like, for those of you who don't know, I'm not, like, publicly out to, like, everyone I know. Uh, you guys know because, like, you just do. Like, it, you do because, you know, I, I want to be authentic on to you guys. And that has come with my own struggles. It is It is somewhat comparable, but nowhere near as... You know what I mean? Like I you I walk down the street and people see, you know, some gay crossdresser or they just see a trans woman or they just see a woman and then they move on. They see a black person walking down the street and that's what they see right away is a black person. It's very different experience than mine. And I've always stood with my my black brothers and sisters, but it's just I have to say this now because it's just I I, I wouldn't feel right not saying anything about it. I can't just record the newscast or podcast without saying something. I just can't. And I I I've cried enough the last couple of days where I'm not going to cry now and I can I can be, you know, uh be, you know, better put together right now, but this this is this has been a long time coming. This is this is unbelievable. 
it's 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 enough it's been enough for our, over 400 years and and black folks still deal with this shit and it's it's enough and i've had enough and I think I think I you know I don't speak I can't speak for for all of my black listeners on this podcast but but I'm sure they will tell you the same that they've had enough and something ever since I've taken over editing and and running anime summit one I've I've had many goals on what to do with it and one of those goals was to create a community where people felt safe, whether they were whether they were straight, gay, cisgendered, transgendered, black, white, Asian, Mexican, Asian, what, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay, as long as we all can take a, you can come in my Discord and you can have a safe space, but I also want you to take space. Because I want it to be a place where your daily struggles because of who you are don't matter. And that is what I've strived to create and do. And today I just couldn't... I, I, can't, I can't keep doing that without saying something about this. So I had asked some of my listeners today in dms on what i should do and i had told him you know i think i should say something or i should just not do it at all because i don't feel right to just record my podcast without you know what i mean and something one of them said to me was you're doing the right thing and i appreciate it i was like thank you for talking to me and they're like no thank you you're the one doing the right thing you could choose to nose up and look away, but you're willing to make a statement. And I am. Because I'm tired and I've had enough. I've had enough. And 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 if this sounds this next thing I'm gonna say sounds sounds wrong or sounds bad, then check me for it, please. But I do have cousins who are African American. I do have black cousins. I have cousins who are mixed Hispanic and black. And and seeing some of the stuff they 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 say on social media is just heartbreaking. I'll never understand that struggle. I understand trans misogyny and homophobia and transphobia. Like I understand those struggles very well. And if we want to talk about that, we can talk about that another time. So I know what it's like to struggle with with something that you're born with and that you have no choice over. But I have no idea what the struggle of a black person is. I just don't. And all I can do is be vocal about my support and try and amplify the voices of my black listeners and my and the black people around me. And I will do my best to do so. So this episode is for George Floyd and it's for Philando Castile, Jamar Clark, Tamir Rice, Sandra Bland, Freddie Gray, Breonna Taylor, Amanda Arbery, all of you. It's for all of you. It's for all of my black listeners right now. And 
some people, you know, I've always said like in the past, like when it comes to things that are quote unquote hot topics, I've always said, I'm not going to talk about that. If you want to talk about it, then you can DM me about it or whatever. This is not one of those things because this is not a hot topic or a debate or whatever. This is a human rights thing. And I think it's only fair that my listeners know what I'm all about. So there, there you have it. And, um, I hope I can continue to strive to build anime summit to be that space for people to be that space where you can come in and you can chill with us and you can have a safe space. But I also want you to take up space. We can talk about safe spaces for days, right? We all talk about having safe spaces and we even get made fun of for it, for wanting to have safe spaces. Nah, in here you take space. We're going to take spaces and that's what we're going to do in the anime community. We're going to take space. And that's kind of what I'm about right now. So. I love you. And I I hope that. You guys can continue to support us. Whether you're a patron or not or whatever. And I hope that you guys. Understand where I'm coming from. Because this is pretty. This is pretty heavy, and I understand that I normally don't do this kind of thing, but either way, um, I love you guys, and stay safe. For any of my listeners who are going out there, whether whatever state you're in, because I know there's there's all kinds of states in America right now that are that are going crazy um, in the protests, going hard in the protests. If you're if you are one of my listeners and you were out there doing that, um and you need resources for uh, certain things, uh, DM me. I have a list of resources that I've been coordinating with some of my my uh, LGBTQ fam from where I am. Um, and just stay safe, please. Please stay safe. And I know we're in the middle of a pandemic, and it's kind of hard to, like, be safe when you want to be out there on the streets um, in terms of, like, distancing and stuff. But I understand that it's it's for something really important right now and so um i just mean stay safe in general with 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 how things might get at these protests so that being said um i love you guys and uh yeah let's get on to the newscast um i'm gonna be honest with you uh i don't (laughs) you know i was I scroll through the news, the anime news, you know, and I, I actually don't have a lot. I, I know I say that every week. It almost seems like I say that every week, but I actually don't have a lot of anime news. There was not a lot. There was, there was a lot of COVID-related stuff, like, oh, things are coming back, things are being delayed. And I have a lot more non-anime news, and I wonder if that – I wonder if I should change this to the the Nerdy Summit newscast because I fucking just have really more um, – uh, um, non-anime news. But anyway, we're going to do the non-anime news first. We're not going to take a break. And then we're going to do the anime news, okay? So here we go. What did I say? May 29th? May 29th, 2020 today, okay? Um, Naughty Dog shows tantalizing new glimpse at The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, I, I watched this. It's uh, gameplay footage 
uh, of, of Last of Us 2, and I know a lot of people have been waiting for this. There was never, there wasn't a date for a while. The gameplay footage was from a PS4 Pro, um, just so people, because I, I saw that there was, on the comments section of where I got this from, there were some questions of, like, is this PS5, is this PS4? Because obviously, and we have news about PS5 too, but no, it's from a PS4 Pro, uh, from uh, what I can see on the image here. But it looks cool, man. And I, I, I have a copy that I borrowed of the first one from uh, uh, my cousin Mario, and I just I forgot to. I still haven't played it. <laughs> I keep borrowing games from people and not playing them. So if I'm hoarding your stuff, please let me know. Uh, anyway, Bioshock, XCOM 2, and more hit the Switch today. This is a thing that came out today. Um, Bioshock the Collection, XCOM 2 Collection, um, Borderlands Legendary Collection, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, um, all hit the Switch. So yeah, dude, hit that up. I know a bunch of people, a bunch of people on our Discord are hype about Xenoblade Chronicles for sure. Um, uh, Sony sets PS5 compatibility date for PS4 titles. Backward compatibility is a big topic for gamers um, in the upcoming next-gen systems. Um, developer documents that state that developers of PlayStation 4 games, which are submitted for certification with Sony on or after July 13th, must make those titles technically playable on the PlayStation 5. The report's qualifier of technically, quote-unquote, playable on the PS5 means that it's up to each developer to make sure this is the case. Although Sony is working with the partners on the process. So basically, if you're a dev and you had a game on the PS4 and you want it to be playable on the PS5, you got to do your thing to your game and then submit it to Sony and they'll work with you on getting, uh, you know, I say that like I'm talking to developers. I don't know if I have any listeners that are game devs. If I do, that'd be really sweet. But yeah, no, that's basically the gist of it. You got to make sure it works for the, uh, the PS5. Because obviously, like, com- backwards compatibility is whatever, but you got to make sure that it works on there. Like, obviously, in some cases, like, I think, like, the I think like the PS2 to PS1, like, when the PS2 came out and you could play PlayStation 1 games on it, that wasn't, that wasn't super crazy because it just had, like, a hybrid software in the board. That's not the case now. Obviously, the PS4 to PS5 is very different. We're in a very different, you know... When it comes to hardware and consoles, we're in a very different age now. So, like, you know. And I think the same thing for the Wii. Like, when you put a GameCube in, it just had a GameCube uh, hardware on the board. You know what I mean? So, that's kind of how that works. But anyway, Sonic the Hedgehog movie officially getting a sequel. Man. Oh, my God. For those of you who haven't seen it yet, I I fucking... Every time I bring Sonic up nowadays, I'm always just talking about how cool it is. But it really is cool, and I, I'm really glad that it's getting a sequel. And we had talked a few times on the newscast about how, like, oh, man, I hope it gets it, I hope it gets it, I hope it gets it. You know, but I'm glad it's finally getting one. Paramount Pictures and Sega Sammy have confirmed to Variety that a sequel to this year's successful Sonic the Hedgehog movie is in the works. The original movie currently sits at 64% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 93% audience approval. In addition, it earned the best opening weekend ever for a movie based on a video game. This news comes exactly one month after director Jeff Fowler said... I- that there were not yet plans for a sequel. Now Fowler is set once to direct, once again direct, and the writers of the first movie, Pat Casey and Josh Miller, are returning as well. 
Casting decisions and prediction production dates have not yet been determined. Man, that is really cool. I am excited to see that. I will I'll I'll be right there first in line to see it. Um hell yeah. Uh Harvest Moon One World coming to PS4 in addition to the Switch. Earlier this month, Natsumi announced that its Harvest Moon series is receiving a new entry later this year. At that time, the Switch was only the only confirmed pl- platform, but today the company revealed that Harvest Moon One World will release on both PS4 and Switch this fall. The story of One World involves exploring an entire world rather than just your own quaint hometown, managing a farm while restoring a variety of familiar fruits and vegetables to the world. It's worth noting that we know... What we know as Harvest Moon in North America is a bit complicated. It was originally named for the series called Bokuju Monogatari in Japan. Today, that series is called Story of Seasons in North America, while Natsume has continued developing its own farming life simulations under the Harvest Moon banner. Yeah, no, there's... I'm still confused about that, yeah. Because, like, the first Harvest Moon game we ever got was uh, in on Super Nintendo, and it was just called Harvest Moon. And then they had one on Nintendo 64 called Harvest Moon 64, which is... which is my fucking favorite fucking one in the series, probably. And then there was some conflation, com- confusion, when Story, Story of Seasons came out. Um that it was the same thing or a separate thing. I'm still confused about it. But anyway, even if this isn't the same series as the Harvest Moon you remember from titles like Friends of Mineral Town and Wonderful Life, One World still has plenty of potential to deliver a pleasant, peaceful simulation on modern hardware. Yeah, Friends of Mineral Town and Wonderful Life, those are those are story of seasons, right? Right? Am I right? Somebody more har- more knowledgeable in Harvest Moon, let me know, because I have no idea. Oh, no, this is a Harvest Moon thing. Okay, yeah. But then they then they changed it. Then the 3D remake was called Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town. So, yeah. Anyway, Harvest Moon is great. Harvest Moon is a great farming sim game. It's really good. Um, this year's BlizzCon is canceled. I mean, obviously. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, so here's the thing, though. BlizzCon, um, and, and obviously BlizzCon takes more place in the 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 middle of summer so maybe they thought there was some kind of uh they thought maybe they could still have it but obviously with evo being canceled they probably thought well evo got canceled so you know what i mean and it's there's it's still very uncertain um right now and how things are going even though a lot of places a lot of states seem to be opening back up and stuff we'll see but um you know there's also the virtual ticket thing that they do that they do um for those who don't know, you know, if you didn't go to BlizzCon, you could purchase a virtual ticket, which is like basically a live streamed event. You paid you paid a, an amount and you got access. You got like an access code on your Blizzard account to like watch the live stream of it. Um, so I think they'll probably do something that way. Um, Sarah Lynn Smith, who is the executive producer uh, on Blizzard's website, said that she her and her team evaluated many different paths to potentially make the show work within the national and local health guidelines, but it was still so much uncertainty. There wasn't much of an ideal solution for having the show go forward as planned. We're feeling disappointed about this decision. She said in a blog post while the show is canceled, Smith said the team is searching for ways to celebrate blizzard, perhaps in an online venue. We're talking about how we might be able to can to channel the blizzcon spirit and connect with you in some way online, far less impacted by the state of health and safety protocols for mass in-person gatherings she wrote 
We'd want to do this as soon as we could, but given this is a newish territory and the different factors involved, it will most likely be sometime early next year. So, I mean, I mean, the, the virtual ticket thing that I explained earlier was more so just like a camera kind of going around BlizzCon and then they live streamed it. You know, obviously this is very different. Um, I'm sure they have the means to do it, but they probably want to make it because it's going to be fully virtual. If anything, they probably, they probably want to make it as close to actual BlizzCon as possible, which I, you know, is understandable. Um, Heavy Rain, Detroit Become Human, and Beyond Two Souls coming to Steam. These games are great. Uh, I, I've uh, Detroit Become Human is really really cool. I've never played Beyond Two Souls. I've played Heavy Rain. I played Heavy Rain when it first came out on the PS3. Great, it's, man, that is such a crazy game. It's such it's such a wild story, like the Zodiac Killer and all that shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Samurai Showdown game launches for PC on June 11th. SNK's official YouTube channel announced on Tuesday that the Samurai Showdown game will launch for PC on the Epic Games Store on June 11th. Um, Epic Games announced on March 23rd that the game would be launched for PC this spring. The PC version of the game was previously slated to launch last winter. Um, but yeah, now we, it's already on PS4 and Xbox One, which came out last summer. Uh, this is a really sweet game, man. And we talked about the Season 2 pass already. Um the season one pass has Rimuru, Basara, uh, Kazuki, and Wanfu. And then uh, the season two pass has uh, Mina, Sogetsu, and Iroha. Iroha is that really cool maid with the really huge, thick swords. Really cool. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to play this game, man. I thought it was already available on Steam. Anyway, uh, Samurai Shodown is sweet. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles game also heads to West on August 27th. The official PlayStation blog announced on Thursday that the remastered version of the Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles game will launch in the West for PlayStation 4 on August 27th. The game will also debut for the Nintendo Switch and iOS and Android devices simultaneously. Uh, hell yeah. This is basically, it's, so it's called Remastered Edition. It originally came out for the GameCube and was really cool. I, I played this with my brother on GameCube and the way you had to do you could do two player and the way you had to do it was so the first player with the GameCube controller would turn it on and then you would summon your partner or whatever and then the the player two had to plug in uh via Game Boy Advanced and your menu and pause item was on your Game Boy Advance screen. It was really friggin' cool. I, I was I loved it, man. It was it's fucking awesome. I don't know why they did it that way. Um I think is because it was it's it's you know, it's built around one character kind of the stories, I mean, but it's it's a really fun game, really great game, and I'm excited. I'm going to probably get it for the Switch just because uh, I'm used to playing it on something Nintendo, even though that's a weird reason, but anyway, I got some movie news here for you. Uh, Hulu now lets users host watch parties with friends. Hulu will now allow its users to throw virtual watch parties so they can watch TV and movies together while apart. With the pandemic keeping everyone indoors, Hulu will allow its users to throw virtual watch parties so they can watch TV and movies together while apart. According to Variety, the watch party feature is currently available, but only for a select group of titles and on Hulu.com. It supports groups of up to eight people and also includes a chat room. Only subscribers with the $11.99 package with no ads have access to the feature, even those invited to watch. Oh, okay. Those who wish to participate in the watch party must be 18 or older to either start or join co-viewing session, according to the streamer. Oh, okay. So there's a couple of things there, but that's still pretty cool, I guess. It's, you know, that helps. 
Uh, Regal Cinema's owner Cineworld plans to reopen theaters in July. I guess yeah, there's already talk about movie theaters opening and things like that, um, which is which is which is crazy because there's still a lot of studios, movie studios out there who are, are are eager to get back to work and filming stuff, are trying really hard to decide if that's the best move. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of like, like if you're if you're a movie studio and you're like, do I really want to put my movie in the theaters to encourage people to go? You know what I mean? So, which brings me to my next thing. Uh, Mulan analyst believes Disney's live-action film may skip theaters. A financial analyst predicted Disney's live-action remake of Mulan may move to streaming instead of receiving a proper theatrical release. Um, I mean, they, it was supposed to have a theatrical release in July, and they may move for a digital release instead. I mean, they have Disney+, Plus; they can do that. Um, but then I guess you might wonder, is this going to turn into another, um, universal situation, um, where AMC versus universal situation, um, you know, like if they, if they do that, will AMC be like, oh, we're not going to play Disney movies anymore. You know what I mean? Like, which is kind of a, a weird thing. Um, that was a weird situation. I talked about it a couple of newscasts ago, but, um, Yeah. Look that up. So I don't know. They have they have Disney Plus. So they they technically could just just be like, well, it's on Disney Plus now, you know. So, um, Star Wars fans launched petition for four hour Revenge of the Sith cut. The announcement of the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League cut, known to fans as the Snyder Cut, may have inspired fans of other franchises. Now some Star Wars fans are rallying around a petition to called calling for an alleged four hour George Lucas cut of 2005's Revenge of the Sith. The petition was posted on change.org by Fraser Betzel and addresses George Lucas directly and not the Walt Disney Company, which currently holds the rights to the Revenge of the Sith. Its introduction reads, Hello there, the original Star Wars Revenge of the Sith cut was over four hours long, and we think that George Lucas should do the right thing and give the fans what we deserve and what is rightfully ours. Okay. I... (laughs) That's a little... That's a little... What is rightfully ours? That is a little. I understand what you're what you're meaning there, but that is a little. That's a little. Calm down, okay. That the George Lucas doesn't owe you anything, okay. I mean, it's his story. Uh, it's it's not rightfully yours, quote unquote. I, I understand what you meant, but that's it's just the way it reads. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know, but that would be cool. I would love to see that. Revenge of the Sith is a weird film because there was a lot of fucking. It's very memeable, uh, you know. Me and Nick and me on it all the time, but like, it, it was just like, it, I don't know. I, there's parts about it that are really cool, I think, and then the rest of it is just kind of like, oh, what did they? Why did they do that? Like, what happened here? You know what I mean? It was kind of, it almost is like rushed a little bit. I don't know. Anyway, we could we could have a whole fucking Star Wars episode for God's sakes. Uh, Avatar two producer shares plot details. Um. This is the story of the Sully family and what one does to keep their family together. Uh, Jake Landau, uh, or not Jake Landau, John Landau said, uh, Jake and Atiri have a family in this movie. They are forced to leave their home. They go out and explore the different regions of Pandora, including spending a l- quite a bit of time on the water, around the water, in the water. Um, up to this point, plot details for Avatar 2 as well as for the other three Avatar follow-up films have been scarce. However, the fact that underwater regions of Pandora would play a pivotal role in these sequels has been known for a while now. 
among the other plot details known about Avatar 2 is that uh, the Avatar villain Colonel Miles Quaritch will be returning. That's so weird. Didn't that dude get like... Didn't that dude get impaled or whatever? That's fucking weird. Maybe some shit happened and they... Some someone transferred him into a into a a Pandorian via Awa or some shit. I don't know. I remember when this movie first came out, they were talking about doing just a trilogy, and now they're talking about doing five movies. Like, come on, man. Uh, anyway, James Gunn confirms Guardians of the Galaxy three release will release after twenty twenty one. He said the third film will be gracing the silver screen. The director decently responded to a tweet from AMC Theaters that said Volume three would be in theaters. In 2021. Um, and then he said a little after 2021. Um, so yeah. I guess that is. That is what's going down. Uh, so that's. I mean the 2021 schedules. We already got the the Eternals. Shang-Chi. And another Spider-Man movie. I mean there's a lot of Marvel happening. Universal's Wolfman sinks its teeth into Ryan Gosling. And is seeking a director. Uh, the new Universal Monster reboot movies. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Ryan Gosling is super cute, and he definitely looks like a a wolf man. He can do it. That would be cool. They're talking about doing a Dracula reboot too, uh, Blumhouse Productions. But you know what? I just I'm not that really big into black and white movies. Um, I've only seen. I haven't seen that many of them. Compared to some of the other movie buffs out there, I do love movies. I am very big on movies, um, but I, in terms of black and white films, I've only seen like I've seen Citizen Kane, obviously. Um, I've seen this one random one called Snakes on a Barrel, uh, or Snakes in a Barrel. Really weird movie. That was actually it was kind of a weird movie. Um, obviously, I've seen I've seen like the big ones. You know what I mean? The ones that everyone talks about. I've seen those. And then I've seen the Universal Monster films. I've seen Night of the Living Dead and uh, Frankenstein. I've seen Dracula. I actually haven't seen Wolfman, the original Wolfman. I haven't seen that one. Um, and I've seen The Invisible Man. Oh, and I've seen the original Scarface, the, the 1960, is that, what, 68, 65? The 60s Scarface. That was in black and white, too. Um, but, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know what they're trying to do here with this these new ones, but... We'll see. I'm kind of excited to watch some of them. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie won't be a comedy, but it will be funny. The Dungeons and Dragons movie will not be a comedy, but audiences can rest assured that the upcoming film will not be devoid of laughs. In an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Dungeons and Dragons writers and directors John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein explained the tone they are aiming for. The adaptation of the role-playing game will have comedic moments, but the duo insists that it will not be turned into a parody of Dungeons and Dragons. We want it to be fun. It's not an out-and-out comedy, but it's an action fantasy movie with a lot of comedic elements and characters we hope will really get into and enjoy watching their adventures. Um, so just so I don't know if you guys know this, but in the, in 2000, there was a Dungeons & Dragons movie. Um, I, you know, obviously I didn't play Dungeons & Dragons when I was that young. I was, you know, 10 years old. Um, but... Yeah, no, there was a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Uh, it had uh, it, it had two direct-to-video sequels. Um, it had Jeremy Irons, Thora Birch, Marlon Wayans, Justin Whalen, uh, Zoe McClellan. It had a bunch of actors in it. Um, uh, of course, uh, Marlon Wayans was the comic relief of that. 
Um, but uh, there's there's it's one of those movies where it's just uh, it was poorly received. It was very bad. Um, it's got it's got kind of a weird kind of charm to it, kind of like the original Super Mario movie that people like. You know, a lot of D and Ders will will know what I'm talking about. They'll be, <laughs> you know, they'll they'll be like, oh yeah, that movie. You know, so you know, this is an attempt at another one. Really, when you think about it, when you think of the world in D and D, and if you've played D and D, you know that this could be anything. And I think that's, I think what the original movie tried to do was try to do something that was nuanced with if it was if it was people sitting around playing it and having fun um but i think this is actually going to be more of a straight up just fantasy story and they're you they're using the D name if that is the case hopefully it has a lot of D elements of it like a beholder or the red dragon or um kobold and shit you know what i mean like D D shit you know what i mean so we'll see we'll see anyway that's uh that's uh the non-anime news um we'll get into the anime news right now but i first want to just say links.animesummit.net you can find everything right there patreon.com slash anime summit um if you are a patron right now during these trying times um thank you i really appreciate that um it sucks because i am you know mentally i'm not doing well with everything going on and also mostly because I have to go back to work uh, next week. And for those of you I've, I've talked about it on the Discord, you know what I'm talking about. Is it, it's I, I like my job, but it's just the what I have to do to work there is really crappy. And I've just been, like, all over the place um, trying to find a new job and stuff, having a day job. Um, Got to bring home the bacon, you know. Um, but, yeah, so for those of you who are patrons, um, you're kind of helping me kind of move past that and move towards doing this full time and I really appreciate that that's really amazing and and especially for you know if you continue to be a patron during the pandemic and all this crazy stuff I really appreciate it so thank you I do do also want to say um that anime news network they they put out a uh an ancast that was like a a memorial for uh Zach Zach Birchie. Um, uh, it's it's pretty much a podcast of just all his friends and colleagues that they contribute their thoughts. Um, and it's got show notes on it. And it's basically every every person who they've who's affected, who Zach has affected. And um, yeah, no, that one's that's still that still hurts. That one still hurts. Um, but yeah, uh, you can go listen to it on Anime News Network and cast. It's called Ancast Final Zach Birchie Memorial. And then you can also donate to a memorial fund. So here's the anime news. Okay, here we go. I'm telling you, it's it's not a lot. I don't have a lot. <laughs> the, and and it's, I was scrolling through it, and I was like, a lot of it was just like, oh, here's this Sailor Moon theme park thing. Here's this, here's this manga that I don't know if anybody is reading that's ending. Like, and here's this live action movie of the show Grand Blue. Like nobody, I don't care. Nobody cares. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's so weird to me. If you do care about that stuff, let me know. Like it, for me, whenever I come across like live action anime adaptation stuff, I want it to be like, if it's a big anime or something, you know, like if it's something that is re- like not as big, then I won't care. I won't say anything about it. But like, 
I don't know, man. It's weird. There is one I'm going to mention later, but like that's because it's a big one. You know what I mean? So anyway, yeah, it was just a lot of that stuff. And I do a lot of stuff I do have is like things coming back, things getting delayed. You know what I mean? Due to the pandemic. So um, but yeah, anyway, uh, Anime Expo light streaming event to host Yoshitaka Amano. The organizers of the Anime Expo convention revealed on Wednesday that this year's Anime Expo light event will be a two day live stream. And host artist and character designer Yoshitaka Amano. Wow. That is that is fucking cool, man. Yoshitaka Amano. Everybody loves Yoshitaka Amano. He's fucking badass. badass. He kills it. He's a fucking amazing artist. His style is so unique. So amazing. Um, Retro Crush adds Astro Boy, Blackjack, and more Tezuka Pro anime starting in June. Um, the titles coming to the service include Astro Boy, uh, 52 episodes of the 80s anime, so the colored one. Blackjack, the 93 OVA, plus the 12 episodes, including Blackjack Final. Ambassador Magma, uh, A Time Slip of 10,000 Years, Prime Rose, which is a film. Uh, Undersea Super Train Marine Express, which is a film. One Million Year Trip, Bander Book, which is a film. Uh, Dear Brother, which is a 90s anime. I, I don't know. Which one is this one? I think it's a romance or something, right? Or something. It looks like some some uh before yeah it's like a romance from the early 90s it looks super 90s god holy shit jungle emperor the brave changes of the future which is a 2009 movie uh and then moby dick the great whale in space there's like a space moby dick it's 26 episodes so yeah there you go retro crush i still haven't checked out retro crush yet i'm gonna go back and check it out later mars red anime reveals five more cast members this is some upcoming anime hype uh, takes place in 1923 and vampires have existed for quite a while, but now the number of vampires is increasing and the mysterious artificial blood source called Ascra has appeared. The Japanese government in turn creates Code Zero, a unit within the an- army tasked with taking down vampiric forces. Yeah, this one I'm excited about. I'm, I'm, I'm always down for vampire shit. I'm always down for vampire shit. Not Twilight. Not Twilight, but I'm always down for vampire shit. Uh, speaking of Twilight, Zelda Twilight Princess manga enters last arc in June. I have never read any of these Zelda mangas. Like, I know that there's, like, a whole ass, like, I saw, I remember one time I was, like, on, uh, what was it on? Excuse me. Um, was it on Right Stuff? Maybe it was on Right Stuff. It was, like, this, it was, like, a huge box set of all the mangas. It was, or not all of them, but, like, all the ones so far. So it had, like... Add like a link to the past, and because like they've done a manga for each, each one. Uh, I still haven't read them, but I, I've heard that they're pretty cool. Uh, Uramichi Onisan TV anime is some more upcoming anime hype for you. It's going to premiere sometime in 2020. Um, the five main cast members are reprising their roles from the manga's promotional videos. Uh, the manga series centers on 31 year old man named Uramichi Omota, who has two sides of his personality. He appears as the young man in charge of physical exercises on the educational program Mom and Together. Although he has a fresh and upbeat demeanor on the show, he is actually a bit emotionally unstable. The manga reveals the less than sunny parts of life for young adults. Relatable. <laughs> those might be relatable. But no, yeah, it's like so like in Japan they have like those uh they have like those uh educational programs for kids you know and in the morning they always do like the even on radio shows in japan they always do like those exercise things you know 
you move your arms around, you do a couple light squats, move your arms around, that kind of thing. So that he's like that kind of person on a TV show for a kids' TV show, it seems like. But yeah, I'm excited to to see the, to to see that. That might be that might be something. Food Wars Shokugeki no Soma anime resumes on July 3rd after COVID-19 delay. Um, uh, the anime will resume with episode one on July 3rd, not episode three. So I guess they're just gonna start from the beginning again. I guess, like in terms of airing, because it delayed on episode three. So I think they're just like, well, we're already so late into this. We'll just start, you know, from here and go that. I mean, I, I don't know. That's fine. I guess I, that, those first three episodes are already out. So um, whatever. But yeah, man, I, I've heard a lot that the last arc is nothing like Nick. Nick especially is a big proponent of that. He's like, no, fuck. Fuck you guys. The last arc is dumb. Don't watch it. Um, but yeah. Shonen Jump's print run dips below 1.6 million. Uh, the Japan Magazine Publishers Association revealed on Thursday that print circulation of Shuisha's weekly Shonen Jump magazine fell to 1.5 million during the period of January to March 2020. The JMPA had reported the magazine's print circulation at 1.6 million for October through December. Um, I mean, that's probably due to the, the pandemic. You know, people aren't going out and buying... Uh, buying the magazine you know uh but you know that's that's something that's something uh that is that is about 30 some thousand less uh which is a lot you know it doesn't seem like a lot but it it, it could be enough of a hit to to be noticeable so that anime i got more anime hype for you and and this is not so much me hyping it as i have i've had already for a million times but it's called the great pretender where there's a con a con man and he accidentally con tries to con another con artist who cons him back who's like a french guy and it's called the great pretender this is not really me hyping it up as more as much me sharing the news that the fact that the the theme song to the anime is going to be freddie mercury's song the great pretender uh which is pretty cool (laughs) um and to 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 give you context the song the great pretender is actually by the platters and freddie mercury covered it and recorded it so like that's actually going to be the the theme song that which is fucking i mean that's fucking cool freddie, freddie mercury in anime there's something about that i don't know it's it's amazing um attack on titan the final season anime promo video reveals new staff at mappa they went from they went to a new animation studio to mappa you know how I feel about studio changes. I, I feel very weird about it. I do like MAPPA. I do feel like MAPPA is pretty good. Um, and watching the trailer, it doesn't look that, you know what I mean? Like, you can't tell that it's that different. I'm guessing because MAPPA has a good run with Dora Hidoro in the CG that they wanted to use MAPPA because of in this last season and this last, like, few arcs of the manga, the Titan activity is real, yo. Like, it's... It's it's Titan versus Titan versus Titan versus, versus people on the ground versus Titan. Like, it's it's crazy. So, um, but yeah, it looks really cool. I'm really hype. The key visual for it is actually really cool, which is a stark contrast to the very first uh, key visual with Aaron standing in front of the Colossal Titan, which in this key visual, it is uh, Reiner instead on the ground looking up at a a titan uh aaron which is fucking crazy it's fucking amazing um assault lily bouquet anime uh delayed 
to October due to COVID-19. This is the one where, where it's the cute girls with the huge weapons counter huge arms by combining science and magic. Um, and they are heroes called lilies, and they have to fight demons known as the huge. So that's the, that's the one I, we've talked about before. Masaki Yuasa's Japan Sinks 2020 anime reveals trailer. More cast on July 9th premiere. Japan Sinks Studio Science Starter and Masaki Yuasa's upcoming anime series. See, I thought it was a movie, but it's, it's a series. Of uh, Sakio Komatsu's Japan Sinks, which was a 1970s uh, novel. Uh, I'm excited. Man, I'm excited to see this, but I'm just seeing now that this is a Netflix thing. Man, damn Netflix. It's going to be in Netflix jail. But, you know, Masaki Yuasa has a relationship with Netflix. So, I mean, he did Devil Man Cry Baby on Netflix. So, that makes sense. Um, New Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die Anime Reveal Staff. This is really cool, man. This, this, this is like um, a new Dragon Quest anime. And the character design looks like... It looks like if they were to do this anime in like the nineties for kids, like it kind of looks kind of kiddish in that way that like, like the hair, the spiky hair and the, the kind of the one character named Leona has like a nineties kind of hairdo look with the bangs and the long, I don't know. Like it, it just looks really cool. I, I'm excited. The trailer's out for it too. You can watch the PV for that. It looks really cool. I'm excited for that. Um, EX Arm or X Arm anime delayed to fall or later due to COVID nineteen. Um, this is the anime that it would have premiered in, in July. Um, uh, this is uh, based on the manga from Shuisha's Grand Jump magazine, um, and it's moved to Shonen Jump Plus website, uh, and it ended last June. Um, but yeah, uh, the manga's crime battle story centers on high school student Akira Natsume. Only his brain is saved when he is involved in a traffic accident, and it later becomes part of an advanced weapon. Akira cooperates with the police's X-Arm countermeasure division in order to gain regain his lost memories and body. Yeah, I mean, this looks really cool. I was really hyped about this one. Um, being delayed to the pandemic, that makes sense. Here's another delay. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins anime delayed. And then the, the last thing I'm going to talk about, live-action Roni Kenshin final chapter films delayed to spring 2021 due to covid um yeah there were supposed to be and we've talked about this before in the newscast but yeah there's there's supposed to be like two two movies called the final and the beginning and um uh yeah the, these movies look if you've never seen the roni kenshin movies you gotta watch them i oh god they're so fucking cool man any fan of roni kenshin would love these films. They're really fucking cool. Really, really great. I really like them. Um, the, the first three movies, um, I think went up to like, like the first movie is like where he fights like Kanryu Takeda. The second one is like the beginning of a, the Kyoto arc. So it introduces Shishio. And then the third movie is where he like you fight, he fights Shishio and then this movie, these two movies, is supposed to be, like, the final. And then I think the beginning is supposed to be, like, when he becomes the Manslayer or whatever. So it's supposed to be, like, Samurai X. Actually, the logo itself has a big, like, X mark on it. So, uh, yeah, Roni Kenshin. That's what's up. Um, that being said, that's that's all I got um, for you. I, I hope that 
you guys stay safe out there and I love you guys very much and uh, honestly and I know I said this I said this a couple times throughout the newscast today that I'm mentally not doing well but I've had a lot of listeners and my friends and my family and I have Trisha here of course checking up on me making sure I'm okay I really appreciate that thank you very much I love you guys check up on each other you know is is there that one person on our discord that you kind of bonded with and that you've that you've kind of gotten along with really well you know maybe shoot them a dm you know maybe not you know just say hey just checking on you we don't have to talk if you don't want to but i'm here i love you you know what i mean like it helps you know what i mean that stuff really helps so i really appreciate um everyone checking up on me and things like that and and trisha's keeping me safe don't forget that I live with my partner. So it's, you know what I mean? So like, um, you know, but she, yeah, she, she's considered essential. So like I've been at home by myself a lot of this, a lot of this time, but, um, yeah. So for, thank you for checking up on me on those times, but yeah, she's, she's doing good too. And, uh, we're doing okay. So stay safe out there. And, uh, I love you guys. Okay. So that being said, I've been Sam and this has been the anime summit newscast. Thank you.